Listener Production. Spiders crawl into your mouth while you sleep. True or false? I'm Dr. Sophie Calabretto, and this is The Science Briefing, a podcast about the science of everything. It goes without saying why spiders freak some people out. But how many of the news stories we hear about them are actually true? Today, Cosmos Magazine journalist Jacinta Bowler talks spider fake news and how spider stories are often spun like a web of lies. So Jacinta, fake news and spiders, those are two things I've never said in the same sentence before. Yeah, so before I wrote this story, neither had I. Okay, but now that I've put them together, I get it. You know, lots of people are scared of spiders, and so it doesn't surprise me that people may exaggerate or make things up about them. What are some spider misnomers you think are worth mentioning here? There's so many to choose from. Um, (laughs) There are a lot of tidbits about spiders or spider folklore that exists out there, especially online. Mm -hmm. One of the first things that come to mind here is that common belief that you swallow like five spiders in your sleep every year. (laughs) So funnily enough, a few years back, The Guardian wrote an article on this and spoke to a bunch of different scientists and spider experts to try and figure out whether or not it's actually true. Yeah. Okay. So the spider in my mouth while I'm sleeping thing is nightmarish to me, Jacinta. (laughs) What did these experts say? So it's mostly good news, but a bit of a mixed bag. (laughs) (laughs) Some like flat out said no. It's an urban legend. You don't have to worry about it. Perfect. Others were more maybes. A few talked about what was called BIMO spiders. So these are tiny little spiders and how they could potentially crawl across your face. But yeah, it's kind of a hard science to prove. Um, Not everyone has spiders where they live and how we can track this while people sleep. There are lots of unknowns and variables here. Sure. Another good case study for spider fake news are the camel spiders. Right. So the camel spider, what can you tell us about this crawly friend? I didn't know about this at all, but Matt, one of the other writers at Cosmos, was 100% sure this was real. Oh, dear. (laughs) The camel spider went viral online during the 2003 Iraq war. There was this very distressing image that went around showing a spider that was almost a foot long hanging off a soldier's arm. No. All these other claims started coming out. For example, the camel spiders could run 25 miles an hour. What? (laughs) That they ate camels or sleeping soldiers. And that they also made a sound or a scream that sounded like a banshee. Jacinta, this is wild. Like, I'm not spider adverse, but this sounds genuinely horrifying. Yeah, and if you see the photo and take it for face value, you could easily think, oh no, that is one freaky looking animal. But unsurprisingly, it was all fake and people started to fact check all of these claims. So... For one, the perspective on the photo is off. The spider is placed in the foreground to make it appear much larger than it actually is. Right. And then, obviously, no, camel spiders do not run at 25 miles an hour (laughs) and they do not eat camels or people. Good, good to know. (laughs) And 
they're not even true spiders. They're called solpigids, sort of like a spider-scorpion hybrid, which I guess maybe isn't super comforting. <laughs> I mean, not heaps. <laughs> but um, it just goes to show that people need to check their facts about spiders. <laughs> so yeah, the camel spider is one of many examples of how people's imaginations can run absolutely wild when it comes to spiders. And so I wanted to dig a little deeper into the fake news aspect of it and why things like spider myths and misinformation spread so rapidly online. Okay, I'm intrigued, Jacinta. I want to know who the culprits are here behind spider misinfo, as in where around the world we're seeing a lot of this come from. We've got a lot of dangerous spiders here in Australia. Is it us? Are we spewing out some spider lies? You would think so. In Australia, we're home to more dangerous spiders than almost any country in the world. But actually, we have some of the most consistently accurate coverage of spiders. Other countries like New Zealand and the US are also pretty good when it comes to their spider coverage. Okay. However, in the UK, if you look at their spider coverage, it tends to be pretty sensationalist. Recently, a piece for the New York Times on spiders and misinformation talked about schools in the UK being closed due to reports of black widows being found on school grounds. These spiders are similar to redbacks here in Australia, so you don't want to get bitten by them. But what actually happened was that it was false black widow spiders. These aren't dangerous, and also black widow spiders aren't even found in the UK. There were other reports of people burning down their houses because of spiders, it's a whole thing. Okay, Jacinta, that's hectic, but also maybe not surprising to me that, say, a place like the UK would freak out about spiders. And there aren't as many dangerous species in the UK as there are in Australia, right? For sure. And because there are fewer, they potentially play into people's fears more. It makes them seem more dangerous. While here in Australia, we're pretty exposed to spiders. It's more normalized here, I guess. It's also really interesting to see that some of the mega spider stories that have blown up overseas, in some cases, actually come from local reporting in places like Australia. Right. It gets published by a regional newspaper and then can very easily get picked up by some international site. More and more organizations jump on the story, sort of like a game of telephone, where any errors in the original copy, if there are any, can be magnified. And then new errors come along. I mean, this is classic misinformation, unfortunately, at the spider's expense. So we've looked at a few examples here, but do we have any idea as to how many people are getting their spider stories wrong? There's a researcher called Dr. Stefano Mamola, an ecologist at the National Research Council in Italy. He was the lead author on a research paper looking at the global spread of misinformation on spiders, and they put some actual statistics to this. They used a global database of online newspaper articles on spider-human encounters and biting events from 2010 to 2020. They found that 47% of articles about spiders contained errors, while 43% was deemed as sensationalist by spider experts. Whoa. And one of the interesting things about misinformation, especially when it comes to spiders, is the emotion behind the misinformation. This is a really powerful driver because it revs people up or actively plays into their fears about something, in this case, spiders. So nearly half of the stories from that time being dubbed sensationalist also shows a pretty consistent disdain towards spiders. And look, on top of this, Mamola talks about not just general inaccuracies, but the wrong experts being spoken to in stories. Okay, so what do you mean by wrong experts? 
Momola talks about the need for more spider experts, so people who research spider behaviours, characteristics, and whether or not they're dangerous to humans. Sure. In many spider stories, medical doctors or other health professionals are spoken to, and a story like this might adopt an angle of what to do when you get bitten or the health impacts of spiders, things like that. So it may seem super obvious, but there's a need to talk to actual spider people in these stories. Okay, so Jacinta, the media can definitely pick up their game when it comes to covering spider news. So talking to more spider experts, getting the information correct to start off with. But is there more we could be doing as, I mean, individuals to spot spider fake news early? I want to say from the outset, this shouldn't be an individual problem. Unfortunately, it is, but humans get shown something in the realm of 10,000 ads or content pieces a day. It shouldn't be up to us to try and fact check everything that we ingest. It's just too much. Mm -hmm. But there are some things for sure that we could do. And this applies to misinformation across the board. It doesn't just need to be spiders. So firstly, understanding what a URL is. So check when reading a news story. Is the URL that you're looking at credible from a credible source? Mm -hmm. Understanding the basics of algorithms and how information is being recommended and fed to you is another thing. Also, basic media literacy. Understanding that pretty much all news stories have a slant or an angle. You are being given a point of view. What's their angle here? What am I being persuaded of? In the case of spiders, this could just be to get clicks to their website um, or some other reason why you get a headline that's spiders come out of walls or, you know, guy burns house down because of spiders, (laughs) things like that. And what about the spiders? Like, how can we curb this spider hate? This is a really hard thing to do. It's been going on for a very long time. We're talking about getting the media coverage right, educating people, all of that kind of thing. But at the end of the day, people are freaked out by spiders, and that's fair. Personally, I don't have a really big issue with them, but I can understand why. Maybe in some minor attempt to be able to curb spider fear, I've got some last-minute facts for you. There have been no deaths in Australia from a confirmed spider bite since 1979. That means that you are significantly more likely to die in your car or be struck by lightning and die than being bitten and die by a spider. So I just think it's important to say at the end that spiders are not as scary as we think they are. Jacinta Bowler is a science journalist for Cosmos magazine. You can read more of Jacinta's reporting. Just head to cosmosmagazine.com. The Science Briefing is produced by Listener and the Royal Institution of Australia. This episode was produced by Jake Morecambe. Mixing by Dave Stein. Our executive producer is Carla Arnold. I'm Dr. Sophie Calabretto. Catch you next time. 